Welcome, everyone, to Peer to Peer Real Estate Show. I'm your host, William Morales. And on today's show, I have Toronto native Jazz Takar. He has been in sales and service industry for over 26 years. Soon after deciding to try his hand in real estate, he founded the REC Canada under Royal Lepage. You know, you French guys, you know, you got these nice names, you know. <laughs> and has and for over five years has successfully kept his team in the top three in the country. Jazz, thank you so much for being on Peer to Peer Real Estate Show. How are you, sir? I'm amazing, my man. I appreciate uh, uh, you having me on as well as just, uh, you know, big kudos to you. Because as a fellow content creator, I know how it gets, man. Like, just put a putting yourself out there be like getting guests and 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 finding topics to talk talk about i mean it's not easy and so big kudos and congratulations to you and the team my man no hey same to, to you you know i know you got a podcast we will talk we'll talk about and it's funny when i was looking at your bio i said i gotta ask Jess if he has a book and then i saw it he has a book so perfect so we'll definitely talk about that so Jess, did you know early on that you wanted to be an entrepreneur was this something that you were born with or as you got older it fell into your lap Look, man, when I came out of my mommy, the first words were entrepreneur. No, I'm playing. Um, <laughs> you know what? Um, for me, I think I think at the age of like six and seven, um, I, I I I fell in love with the process of like just meeting people and and you know at that time, obviously, I didn't know it was entrepreneurship or business. I didn't even know that it was like sales. Right. right. Um, but I knew there was something about about the process of like, even as a six, seven year old, like I was the first kid. I was the first one to put up his hand to help with the book sale or, or go door to door, knocking on doors, wow. um, you know, obviously with my parents, but um, selling Christmas ornaments. And I, I don't even really celebrate Christmas, man. <laughs> right. and, then, and then at the age of 12, that's when it was like, oh, this is kind of cool because I got paid. I got paid to deliver newspapers. And like, I tell the story all the time and, and, and like without any exaggeration, I thought I was going to sell newspapers my whole life. Cause I was like, this is it. I hit the jackpot. I get to do something I'm, I'm good at. I get to do something that I actually enjoy. And then they give me money and at right. Christmas time, people tip you like, this is so cool, you know? And, and, and instead of, trying to really go ham or go hard into into like studies and stuff something that did that I did find very very difficult um even when I got kicked down to the principal's office I was laughing with a colleague today like the secretaries gave me that positive affirmation as a child man like yeah. they loved having me in the in the office they're like oh my god you're so cute and you're so bubbly all the time and I was like I love this stuff like let me just be around people and then and then I just took that and I ran with it man 16 I started selling shoes um to your older people they'll they'll, they'll, they'll probably get the reference not the Al Bundy type like helping people with like you know like marathon runners and sprinters right. and then 1819 1819 I uh, got into car sales and then I got I got my real estate license because it was like the the last rung kind of in the sales industry where I just felt like, okay, you know what? I want to get better. I want to get, and, and, and I want to tackle what really is the hardest, if not the most expensive asset that someone's going to, that someone's going to buy, which is yeah. real estate. I want to get involved. So I got my license when I was 23 years old. And they, as they say, man, the rest is history. It's been uh, almost 18 years and 
I got a pretty massive team now that uh, that I'm very very blessed to have of 54 agents. Uh, we got like 16, 17 support staff. So it's it's really cool to see now, man, wh wh where this has gone. So when did you start um, RC Canada? REC Canada was that uh, a few years ago, or wh when did that happen? Yeah. Or, yeah. And what made you start your own? your own, you know, your own side gig or, or business, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. Great question, man. Um, so actually when I got my license, I, 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 you know, was really into, excuse me, personal development and right. I read a book, um, success principles and, and I got into Tony Robbins. Great book. I learned, yeah, man. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I learned really quickly that success leaves clues and, and, so I looked for one of the top real estate brokers in the city um, and I, I went around before actually even meeting him, just trying to find somebody that was going to teach me, man. And, and he took me on um, and he had actually was the original founder of REC Canada, which is which was a real estate brokerage at that time. But about 13 years ago, um, I became partner of that company. Um, he passed away five years ago. And so myself and a current business partner now, um, we, we operate and own REC Canada, which is no longer a brokerage. What we decided to do is really lean in on our strengths, which is sales and marketing and content creation. And we left like all the administration and office kind of behind the scenes stuff, stuff that we're not good at to an actual brokerage. And so we're under an umbrella. You called it Royal uh, Lepage, which is obviously a French uh, uh, name, but um, it's pronounced Royal Lepage, which is Canada's largest real estate franchise, um, a little over 18, 19,000 real estate agents. So okay. we have a team underneath that brokerage. We're not our own brokerage. Gotcha, gotcha. And you know, and 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 uh, today, since we're going to be talking about real estate, and we're going to be talking about how you built or you help investors with their portfolio, uh, or building their portfolio. So t tell us, Jazz, how is some of the ways you help them build their portfolios? Do you uh, suggest single family, multifamily? Is it? It does it depend on on the investors? I guess uh, uh, cash on hand. Uh, is, I know there's a bunch of factors there. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, and yes. Yes, yes, and yes. William. <laughs> Look, we, 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 we really start with what's called a real estate action plan. Okay. And what that is, it's, it's, it's um, really a, a, a blueprint that we help um, lay out with, with the investor. And so we'll sit down with people for 45 minutes or so, get a better idea of what they're trying to accomplish within investing into real estate get to know them a little bit more like the financial markets call it a kyc know your client so in the real estate world we call it a realist what we kind of dubbed it i believe um a real estate action plan like where where is um where's the equity in and what is the equity i apologize in in your principal residence right now mr and mrs client um is one of the questions we'll ask and then we'll move to like if they have income properties what equity is in there have do they have a home equity line of credit 
what money is in the bank account underneath the pillow? Where is it in terms of uh, um, other financial instruments like um, mutual funds and stocks? And then we find out, okay, what are you trying to accomplish? Do you want something more passive, like a, a land development deal? Maybe it's a uh, a new build because you know we we actually are number two. I say we in uh, the, the city of Toronto in the world in terms of how many cranes are in the sky. Oh wow! Okay. We're number two to Singapore. Okay, um, even more than Manhattan, believe it or not, right? Because Manhattan only has so much land now, right? Exactly. To, to, <laughs> to build some of these skyscrapers, right? And so Toronto is is a bustling city. And what I mean by that is the demand for the amount of people that are, are coming in. And so new build investing, um, homes or condos, we deal specifically with condos, is, oh, okay. is really something that's in high demand and it's a very passive investment. But then we can go into a duplex, triplex, a multiplex, student housing. Um, um, and then we actually also help people invest their registered funds, which is similar to your 401, 401ks. Right. Where we're here in Canada, and, and, and I'm sure it's similar to uh, similar in the States as well, like people are seeing two to three, maybe 4% return on those registered funds in a mutual fund. Yeah. And so within real estate, you can see it upwards as 28, 32% year over year growth, um, which is a lot better than obviously that 4%. Oh yeah, no, definitely. You know, and the thing is that I, I think if, if, if more people... Well, you guys are one of those rare brokerage firms, in my opinion, tell me if I'm wrong, that you guys are very investor friendly because you guys been in on the field. You guys know how it goes. You know, some people don't want to work with investors because of low ball offers or whatever, but you seem like you, 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 you work with anybody in the circle as, as long as, Hey, they have a plan or you maybe come up with a plan for them. And and then from there, you guys see where you guys go with, like you said, uh, condos, multifamily, student housing. So that's, again, you're one of the rare ones that I know that that are very investor friendly. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, in Canada, there's probably I can count on one hand that are very investor. Like you use the word friendly. Um, we say investor focused. Um, nice. So myself and my partner, we have a team of 54 agents. Um, and I'm going to say... Uh, uh, 30 of them, 35 of them help our clients because I've been cultivating a list of a little over 11,000, excuse me, 782 people for the last 17 years. So I don't, I, 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 we don't only have investors, but those 30 to 35 agents help, help our clients with the traditional real estate, yeah. their first condo moving up what we kind of call uh, uh, smart sizing like big moving to a bigger home or a smaller home but then the rest of us um definitely myself and my partner we, we we're all about investing in real estate like i like my clients know like i really don't care about the architecture of a property i'm not into the curb appeal or the design not that there's anything wrong with it it's just i'm not into that stuff i'm into like hey what what can actually create wealth and in the long term? So the, we actually go even a little deeper when it comes to the investor stuff, um, William. And what I mean by that is that we focus on on the boring stuff. Mm. Like we're we're all about the buy and hold. Why? Again, I'll peel back the curtains for yourself and your listeners and viewers because we don't need to be Nostradamus to help people when it comes to buy and hold. Why? Right. You buy a property, <laughs> you rent it out. 
and go to sleep. And in 10 years, the value is going to double. Right. Yeah. That's no, it. no, that's, that's a perfect you, point. Yeah. You get ahead. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Look, I know a lot of friends of mine, family, clients of mine as well, who've made a lot of money buying something renovating it and flipping it. So like, I'm not here to say that that's not a good type of investment. It's just for us, we, we think that if you buy in a great location where there's a high demand for, for rentals, like people needing to rent, okay? And Toronto and Manhattan are very, very similar, yeah, heard, except yeah. you guys in the small metropolitan area of Manhattan have 8 million and your city has <laughs> million and your state has whatever it is now 30 million which is actually our country you know what i mean but yeah. in our city of toronto in a 50 mile radius we have about six and a half million people and so and so this is the place that people want to come to when they decide to come to canada there's two right there's toronto and there's vancouver i'm obviously a little bit more biased because i'm raised <laughs> here but look call it what you want to call it toronto is the the heartbeat, financial heartbeat of the country. All of our major, like our Wall Street, which we call Bay Street, is situated in downtown Toronto. The, like the biggest schools, universities are in Toronto. Some of the best hospitals in the country on the continent are based in Toronto. Um, we have a tech sector that is actually outpacing Silicon Valley in terms of jobs. Right. Like Netflix has a massive studio um, in downtown Toronto. Um, Shopify just opened up um, a couple. I don't even know. I, I don't know the last count, but I think it was like a couple of hundred thousand square feet. Um, wow. You know, and so there's a lot of there's a lot of job growth here in our city. And so because we know that people are coming here. We also are sim somewhat similar. In fact, we call it the Manhattanization effect. Yeah. What that means to, 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 to your viewers and listeners is that in Toronto, the northern part of our city has a restriction on the land that you can build on. It's called uh, the Greenbelt legislation. On the south side of our city, we haven't figured out what Dubai has, which is to build on water. We right. have the lake. Okay. And so we're very much so landlocked. And when you have all these, all these factors working at the same time for an investor, in our opinion, it's a great place to buy, rent out and hold. Right. I, mean, I was going to ask you, and but you already answered the question, but these are mostly long-term investments that you would recommend to your clients, or would you recommend three and out, five and out, or again, I guess it all depends. We're 10 and, we're 10 and out. Okay, gotcha. Okay. We're ten and we're ten, like yeah. when I say William, when I say boring, we're like <laughs> we're we're from the Warren Buffett school. Yeah, I'm with you on that because I'm you from the I'm Warren saying? Buffett school too. Yeah, that's us. That's yeah. us, right? Like, can you find some and you know to even be to even to even say you know us in that's in the same sentence as Warren Buffett? Like, I mean, I hope people can understand. Like, yeah. that's where we want to get to. Let me exactly. Say we're not there um, yet, but we want to. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he finds some. He obviously finds some gold, and sometimes that happens. But if you look at his overall strategy and the X amount of years that and decades that he's been doing it, it's yeah. it's the boring stuff. He buys the blue chip stuff, right? Like it's invest into Apple, invest into Coca Cola. 
invest into McDonald's, right? He yeah. has a lot of stuff in real estate as well, right? I mean, he was even quoted not too long ago saying that if he had to do it all over again, he would buy single family homes, rent them out and go to sleep. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. He knows the compounding effect, right? Yeah. He knows how you win with, with leveraging, right? And so I real estate 102, so to speak, is yes, hold on to those properties, but refinance the equity and go buy more. Yeah, no, I mean, so, that's definitely the, the, yeah, the formula. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Right? I was going to say, like, we like to say for 10 years, don't even think about it. But yeah. maybe in year five, let's just take a look at how much mortgage got paid down, how much of the value went up, and how much you can pull out if you want to get more, you know, uh, uh, aggressive within your portfolio, right? right? And I'm all about, like, I got, I got guys and gals in my world that have... 200 doors, 400, 800 doors, you know? But I always talk to the person that's like, hey, like, do you understand what one door would do for your life? Yeah. You know? Because I think it's safe to say to, that we know that, and, and, and in the States, I, I, I'm not sure what it is, like how it's set up for the future there, but here we have um, right now, currently in like a pension, that like a Canadian pension that when you retire, you can draw off from it. Okay, you paid into ours, ours is ours is the a four hundred one. I mean, uh, yeah, it's still the same. That the pension, depending on the job, but mostly yeah. it's you know a four hundred one k like like you, you just said. Yeah, 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 yeah. So 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 what I'm trying to educate people on is, um, please don't don't rely on it. Yeah, you know, just don't rely on that being there if you're. You know, I'm 40 turning 41, but man, if you're, you know, and I got a lot of me, I got a media crew around me. That's like anywhere from 20 to like 20, 30 and it's not going to be there. You know what yeah, I mean? I got, yeah. I got a nine year, I got a nine year old and a seven year old. Um, that pension ain't going to be there. There's not going to be nothing to draw from yeah. in 20 years. I don't even know if it's going to be there the way that these guys eat up our money. You know what I mean? And yeah. I don't go on government rants or anything of that sort, but like, do not think that the government is going to be there for you to bail you out, you know? And so yeah. how can you do that? Well, if you buy one property in 20 years, it will be paid off. You can live off maybe perhaps depending on your lifestyle and hopefully you don't keep your lifestyle too rich um, that that rental income you can live off of, or maybe you can sell that property. Right. And yes, you'll have to pay some taxes on it, but at least you can sell it and you have something like if you buy nothing, then you're going to be left with nothing. And then you can't be mad at yourself for results and that you didn't get for the work you didn't do. Right. No, I get it. It, it makes a whole lot of sense. Yeah. So what's next for you and the company in the next three to six months? Are you looking to expand outside of Toronto? Uh, are we going to, you know, further north, further south? What, yeah. what are you guys looking to do in the next three to six months? Yeah, man. Like, so um, for us, we, you know, our company name is REC Canada. Um, we named it that for a reason, um, because we're going to take over the country next. Nice. Um, and <laughs> And, and then the next name will be REC World. Um, so we're very ambitious. That's just who we are. Um, but 
Right now, we focus in on the greater Toronto area, that 50-mile radius. Uh, but we're not going to start to, I think, in 2023, we're going to open it up to other provinces slash states um, yeah. in, in, in the country because our, our client base is nationwide, but our our uh, uh, actual inventory is not. And so now yeah. I think I'm ready to make the move um, to at least open it up to some of the other major cities, i.e. Vancouver, um, because I, I like the fundamentals there. They're very similar to Toronto. Um, yes, it's more expensive to get in to, just like Manhattan, but there's a reason for it. It's because that's where the biggest demand is. Yeah, no, I definitely agree there. And talk more about your podcast. Tell us about your podcast. Yeah, it's, it's you know, I mentioned the nine-year-old and the seven-year-old. It truly is my third child, the podcast. I, I love it. Um, I, don't, I don't do it for, like, anything in terms of, like, uh, a monetization. Um, I, I started this four years ago. My partner passed away five years ago. And he was kind of the face of the company through a radio show and, and, and some stints on TV and stuff like that. Um, but as I saw the... The, the shift happening to like, I'm doing this podcast on a phone. Like I don't, I don't do, I don't have a computer myself. And, <laughs> and I that most, you know, I can see that most people are, 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 are on eight to nine apps on their phone um, and podcasting being free uh, pretty much. Um, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna, I didn't, I didn't like the cameras at that time. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start with this, man. I'm gonna start with this medium. Um, I've always been in sales. Nobody's told me that I have the most sexy, sultry voice in the world, but on the office, and <laughs> you have a disgusting voice. So I said, I can do this podcasting thing. Um, and I got started and I, it was like the coolest thing happened, man. Like people were saying yes to me to be interviewed and having discussions. And then one thing led to another in the real estate brokerage space i got some big realtors on it at the start like the 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 ryan Sirhans, josh altman kind of oh, guys wow. okay yeah and yeah then, yeah and then that transitioned into getting uh grant cardone robert kiyosaki gary v um uh, uh late great bob proctor um someone that i looked up to and read a lot of his books and 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 used to watch a lot of his his uh, uh videos and stuff and then it just like i said man it took a life of its own and it's it's something that uh i'm excited to do at any time you can throw me into a podcast me hosting or being a guest like 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 i am with you um and it's something i just love the medium i think it's i think it's so cool that we don't have to pay any of the big media companies to get our voice heard anymore that yeah. for i don't know 25 30 dollars a month with one of those you know uh lipson buzzsprout kind of distributors you can yeah. get your voice heard man and it's so cool i can you know i don't know if you're allowed to have f-bombs and stuff in in your podcast so i'll respect it i i usually i don't mind it's very rare i get one on the real estate one i gotta admit that <laughs> well, look you can fucking do anything one on a podcast so you know, that one was for you and your real estate people but um you know like nobody can cut like nobody can 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 stop you from what you want to talk about um i just think it is it is one of the best mediums uh that have come about and you know here's the other thing that i love about it as an actual user of a podcast not as a podcast host yeah. um i get to i get to i get to use a strategy that i'm huge on which is NET, net, no extra time. 
So when I'm driving in, I got a 45 minute drive in from home into the office every morning and 45 minutes back home kind of thing. But I get, I get to listen to a podcast, right? Um, exactly. And most people don't know, but the average person spends an equivalent of a four-year degree in their cars. I heard that too. Yes. I heard that too. Yes. Right. So how much can you learn listening to a podcast in a car? A lot. You can pick up on a lot of new skills. You can learn how to speak friggin' Punjabi if you want, or Chinese, <laughs> what the hell you want to learn. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. it's pretty fucked. Like, it's pretty cool. You know, yeah. like, um, and so um, I owe a lot to this media, man, because um, one, I got to sit down with a lot of people. Two, it's got me, it's got me out there to a lot of people as well. And three, I got to be on William's podcast today. <laughs> hey, listen, I appreciate that. And hey, listen, you're a busy man. I know that. First of all, Jazz, I want to thank you so much for being on Peer-to-Peer -peer Real Estate Show. And before I let you go, just a couple more things. Talk about your book. Hey, my book, I we got, um, what it was about 15 years ago. And now there's been a, a, a lot of different uh, iterations to it as, as things have changed in the real estate market. But we got asked the same questions over and over again from our clients, right? Like, What's the cost of a lawyer uh, when you're closing? What's 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 the uh, best way to buy a home? What's the difference between um, uh, a, a, a duplex and a triplex? Um, what you know? Uh, what's what? What kind of game plan do you advise to clients when you're investing? Right. Same questions over and over and over again. Um, and not that I didn't like getting the questions, but I thought there could be a, an easier way to get the information out. So we put a book together. It's titled Real Estate Intelligence. It's free. There's no cost for it. I never charge for it. I'll peel back the curtains on why we did that. Because mm -hmm. I feel like if I'm a good-looking Indian guy that gave the book away for free. <laughs> you like that one, William? That, for you, by that was way, a good bro. one, brother. That was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Um, if we gave away, if we gave away a book for free, um, people would possibly use our services in the future. Yeah, no, I'll, uh, listen, I'll definitely put that on the show notes. And if somebody wants to get in contact with you, what's the best way? You know what? Um, I think I, I always tell people like, I'm, I'm not that hard to find. I'm on all the platforms, the TikToks, the Instagrams, the Facebooks, all of them, every single one of them, my podcast. So if you Google me, I'm not hard to find, but if, it, if there was somewhere that I would want to send someone now, I think that they're going to get the most value is in the last six months, myself and my team put together a, an app, like an app that you can download on your iPhone in the app store, an app that you can download on your Android phone in the Google uh, play store. All you got to do is put my first name and last name in there. It's absolutely free um you don't even need to sign up for an account um and you will see all my long form content and all the discussions that i've had with the kiyosakis and the gary v's and the greg yeah. cardones and all that kind of stuff and so just download my app it's my first name and last name and i'll pop up in the app store in the play store no, sounds good. Well, anyway, Jess, uh, first of all, thank you so much, my brother, for taking time out of your busy schedule to talk to us and please have a great, great day. I appreciate you, buddy. Thank you. Hope I brought some value to the conversation. Oh, you definitely did. Bye-bye.